Hey, ready for some Valentine's Day riddles? Look at these three guys. Which of them is going on a date tonight? Hello. It must be this one. He has a little wrapped present, probably for his date. Aww. Now let's peek inside a restaurant. Which of the three girls is on a date? It's this one. Look, there are roses and two sets of dishes on the table. So she's not alone. And it's something romantic. My money is on her. This is Allison. And one of these three young men is her boyfriend. Can you tell who? It's this one. Look, they have matching tattoos. Take a look at these two proposals. Which one of them is fake? This one. Look, the guy has a ring. He's clearly already married. It was Friday evening and Mark was waiting for his girlfriend to get back from work. He prepared dinner and was about to propose. His girlfriend came back home with flowers. Do you think she was on a date with someone? No, she wasn't. Look outside. The same flowers grow in their garden. She just picked some before entering the house. <laughs> on Valentine's Day, Annika found a love note on her desk. Unfortunately, the note wasn't signed, but she had three suspects. Hmm. So she asked each of them if they had written her a note. Dylan said, I was busy finishing my math homework before class. Connor said, I was hanging out with my buddies outside. Hmm. And Luke said, I was in the bathroom and I just returned. Who wrote Annika the letter? It was Luke. Look, his hands are covered in red ink. That's the color used in the letter. Also, if he had really been to the bathroom, his hands would be clean. On Valentine's Day, Jess found a note in her locker. Hmm. But the note was weird. It was just a sequence of random letters. Or was it some code? Hmm. Can you help Jess read the note and figure out who sent it to her? Of course it's a code. Look, there are five groups of letters, with five letters in each group. Let's put them into a 5 by 5 table. And now, we need to read this vertically, column by column. Will you go out with me, Colton? So where's that Colton? Michelle was hosting a Valentine's Day party. She invited all her school friends, and everyone was allowed to bring a plus one either their significant other or a single friend. In the middle of the party, she noticed that her cousin was in the garden talking to some girl, but it was dark and she couldn't tell which girl it was. She just saw that the girl had long hair. When her cousin returned, she knew immediately who he was interested in. Here are three girls with long hair. Who was outside with Michelle's cousin?
Look, Michelle's cousin has a lipstick stain. The girl must have left it. And this girl right here is wearing lipstick of the same shade. On a cold, rainy night, Damon was driving past a bus stop. There were three people there waiting for their bus. An elderly lady who looked sick. A doctor who had saved many lives. And Addison, a girl Damon had a crush on for years. Unfortunately, there was only room for one more person in his car. What should Damon do? He should give his car to the doctor, who would then take the lady to the hospital. And Damon can stay at the bus stop waiting for the bus with the girl of his dreams. Looking like a hero in her eyes. Yeah. Let's take a little break now. Have you seen any romantic movies? Well, I hope so, because I'll be showing you some emojis, and your task will be to guess what romantic movie they stand for. Okay, here's the first very easy one. Of course, that's Titanic. Here's the next one. Nothing much, but it should be clear. Do you know this movie? It's The Notebook. What about this one? A relatively recent remake was a great success. Can you recognize it? It's A Star Is Born. Here's the next one. Do you think you can guess it right? It's Before Sunrise. The next set of emojis illustrates another very well-known love story. Can you guess it right? It's La La Land, of course. Here's the last one. It's an oldie but a goodie. What do you think? Everyone's favorite, The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind with Kate Winslet and Jim Carrey. It was Valentine's Day, and Nicole wanted to put a little present in the locker of the student she had a crush on. Unfortunately, she didn't know the code. Luckily for her, the owner of the locker was forgetful too, so there was a note with a hint. Hmm. Can you figure out the combination? Each number is the number of lines in the respective letter. There is just one line in I, four lines in M, three in H, and two in T. So, following the same logic, there are four lines in E, two in L, two in V, and three in Z. So the combination is four, two, two, three. Okay, here's another code for you to crack. This time, you need to help Eric. He wants to get his wife a nice Valentine's Day gift, but he is absolutely clueless about what she wants. So, the plan is to break into her computer, check her shopping cart, and get something from there. The problem is that the computer requires a passcode, and the man doesn't know it. Luckily, there's a note on the desk, so he types in 6198. 
But the passcode is wrong. Can you figure out what the correct passcode is? The note is just turned upside down. Eric should try typing in 8619 instead. Kennedy works in the emergency room. It's Valentine's Day and there's a patient who felt unwell during a college party. Kennedy leaves the room because she needs to talk to the patient's girlfriend. She was at the party with him. Which young woman should she approach? Who is the guy's date? Keep in mind that the couple was at a party, so they must be dressed nicely. The patient's date is most likely this woman in a pretty dress. Now, let's do some exercises to train your eyes. Here's a bunch of hearts. Can you find one broken heart? Yes, here it is. Good job. The task is similar, but not quite. Now there are many hearts and a few broken hearts. How many broken hearts are there? There are five broken hearts here. Have you found them all? Kelsey came to an antique store to get some presents for her boyfriend for Valentine's Day. She needed a baseball cap for him, an antique pocket watch, and a toy car from the 1920s. Can you help her find all these items for her boyfriend? Here's the cap, here's the watch, and here's the car. Have you spotted them all? Mark, the boyfriend, is getting presents for Kelsey in the same antique store. He needs to find a pretty cup, an antique mirror, and a beautiful photo album. He needs some help too, so keep your eyes wide open. Do you see all these items? Here they all are. One, two, and three. Great job! It's a Valentine's Day party, and Melody, the most popular girl in school, is hosting it. Four best friends are standing together, and one of them is Melody's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. You ask them who the boyfriend is, and here's what they say. The first guy says, the fourth one is the boyfriend. The second guy says, it's me. The third one claims, no, it's the first guy. And the fourth one says, no, it's actually me. If only the boyfriend tells the truth and the other guys lie, who is Melody's boyfriend? Only the boyfriend tells the truth, so he will say, I'm the boyfriend. So it's either the second guy or the fourth one. But if the boyfriend is the fourth guy, then the first one is telling the truth too. So, Melody's boyfriend is the in a city's museum, an expensive golden egg covered in diamonds went missing. The museum workers noticed it in the morning and, of course, they immediately reported the theft to the police. The city's best detective started investigating the case. She carefully looked through the footage and identified three main suspects. Then she saw a handprint on the glass the egg was placed behind. 
Take a look at these handprints and at the suspect's hands. Who is guilty? It's this person right here. Look, the prints of the fingers aren't full because something came in the way. This person is wearing rings right there, so it's their print. In a little town, someone stole an expensive silver collar for a cat covered in diamonds and precious gems. The shop's owner called the police and the investigation started. There were three suspects. Mr. Johnson said, I came to look for earrings for my daughter's birthday. We don't have any pets. Mrs. Martin said, I got a bracelet for myself. I didn't steal anything. Mrs. Tanner said, I have no idea what you're talking about. The thief is Mr. Johnson. There are cat footprints in his garden, so the family obviously has a pet. There was a robber in the city, and no one could catch him for several months. After another incident, the police saw the robber entering a hospital. They walked in and ran into two doctors. Which one of them is fake and is actually the robber? It's this guy, the one who's wearing headphones instead of the stethoscope. Mrs. Stevens went on a three-month vacation, but had her workers coming regularly to maintain the house. When she returned, she realized that one of the workers was skipping quite a bit of work once in a while, going on an unplanned vacation themselves. Who was it? A gardener who takes care of the outside garden, a housekeeper who takes care of everything in the house, or a painter who is coming to paint her house. It's the housekeeper. Look, the houseplants dried out. Seems like he skipped a couple of weeks of work and probably only cleaned the house right before Mrs. Stevens returned. Do you think you can figure out who the bride of this man is? It's this woman right here. Look, she has the same tattoo as this guy. A small city's police got a message that monsters silently flooded the town and now live among humans. It's not a problem, but the police decided to identify them all to keep an eye on them. Can you help the police identify in which houses the monsters live? Here's the first task. You see two houses and a vampire lives in one of them. Which one? It must be this house, the dark one where the blinds are closed on all the windows. Vampires don't like sunlight. Okay, the next task is to find the house of a mummy. Here are two possible options. Which house does the mummy live in? This one. Look, there are bandages around the house. 
The next creature whose residence we need to identify is a gnome. Take a look inside two houses. Can you tell where the gnome lives? Probably in this house. All furniture is smaller and placed way lower than in the other house, so it must be the residence of someone small, like a gnome. Now, we need to find the house of a centaur. Take a close look at both houses. Can you identify the one? This one right here. See, there are horse prints on the pathways to the house. The last one. A real witch lives in one of these houses. Can you tell where you're most likely to be bewitched? Did you notice this cute black cat? That's a famous witch sidekick, so my bet is on this house. On a cold January night, Delaney was found unconscious in the cloakroom when her best friend Jane came looking for her. She was at a house party with a bunch of college students. The police interrogated several students, asking where they were around the time of the accident. Allison said, I was upstairs all the time, dancing with my friends. Liam said, I went to a kiosk to pick up some candy for my girlfriend. There were only drinks and chips. Oliver said, I was talking to a girl. She seems to like me. Who should have been taken to the police station? Liam, it's a cold night, and he would need a jacket to go to a kiosk. And if he needed a jacket, he would go into the cloakroom to get it, and would have found Delaney instead of Jane. So either he lied or walked past an unconscious girl. Ronan Collins, a successful businessman, went missing. His family reported it to the police. The main suspect was Ronan's business partner, Jennifer. She had been out of the city, but as soon as she returned, the police knocked on her door and asked if she knew something about Ronan's disappearance two weeks prior. I just returned from my month-long trip to the Amazon rainforest an hour ago. I haven't heard anything about it. The detective didn't believe her right away and took her to the station for further investigation. Why? From the photos, we can clearly see that Jennifer dyes her hair. She says that she just returned from her trip, which was a whole month long. But her hair is perfectly dyed. Some roots would grow out. So, she's lying at least about something. Esme was having a walk in a forest and got lost. But she found the house of a witch, walked in, petted her black cat, and asked the witch to take her home. The witch was busy operating on a frog, a rat, and a crow. She was using magical healing gloves, but she only had two pairs. So she needed Esme's help to figure it out, and then she'd take her home. How can she operate on all three animals with the two pairs of magical gloves, but remain sanitary? The witch should operate on the frog wearing the first pair of gloves over the second one. 
Then, she should operate on the rat using just the second pair. Finally, she should operate on the crow wearing the first gloves inside out, worn over the second glove. Detective Callum had to travel to a small neighboring city where dogs were being kidnapped every night, right out of the house. There were already four of them missing, and all of them were living on the same street. Mila was kidnapped first, then Karma the next night. After that, it was Jake, and then Mr. Sniffer. There were just three dogs left that lived on the street. Can you figure out which dog is going to be the next target? Look carefully at the dogs that were kidnapped, or actually at their collars. The first dog that was kidnapped has a red collar. Karma has an orange collar. Then Jake was wearing a yellow one, and Mr. Sniffers owned a green one. Seems like they're being kidnapped in order of rainbow colors. So the next target should be this dog, the one wearing the blue collar. Mason called the police, reporting that his metal safe box with his savings was stolen. He walked into his bedroom right in time to spot the robber throwing the safe out of the window and disappearing in the window right after. So, Mason wanted the robber caught or his insurance to pay him the money he had lost. The detective came to investigate. Did you touch anything in the room after the incident? He asked. No, I came straight to you. Then there was no robber. The detective concluded. Why? The robber couldn't go out of the window without stepping on the bed that was standing right by the window. But the bed is perfectly made. How is it possible if Mason didn't touch it?